So, folks, um, I think we have some kids making some quite excellent biscuits over there. Um, there might be someone sample kids. You're not going to eat them all. Am I? Yeah? See, I'm winking at you, Mamie. Do you see that? Thinking it'd be cool to eat a biscuit. Would anyone else like a biscuit? Biscuit? No? Oh, fine. Fine. I'll eat them all. No problem. Folks, if you have a Bible... Um, there are some over behind where Gareth and um, Hannah are sitting over to this side over here. We're going to turn to Matthew chapter 20 together, which is the first book of the New Testament of the Bible, the second half of the Bible. We have been leaning into, as a community, what the kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is like dot, 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 Jesus says. We want to be a community who follow Jesus, essentially. That, that we want to become like him and do what he did, hang out with him, spend time with him. Because the whole deal with, with coming to know Jesus is not that it just benefits me or just you, but that it's a benefit to the whole world. And we can't do that if we contain this good news to ourselves, right? We are part of the kingdom of God. And I, Oh my days, I'm so excited. The kingdom of God, there's no more tears. There's no more crying. There's going to come a day when everything on this earth that is rubbish ceases and ends because Jesus, he has promised to wipe it all away. There will become a day. But we are sitting in this funny old land, the land of in-between. We're not quite fully there yet, are we? Is anyone living the perfect world? We're not quite fully there yet, are we? Who's had some tough stuff this week? Reminding them that we're not quite fully there yet. But we truly believe that we there is hope. Because Jesus, he, he did come to this earth. He did live among us. He showed us. And he is the only one that we want to model our lives on, is Jesus. And you know, guys, if you've never read the Gospels, that's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I want to just, like, urge you. And if you've read them 54 times before, I'm urging you to read them again. With new eyes, with a new heart, with new hands, with new feet. Ready just to to hear what he has to say to us. Because this is hope for a broken world. Like, oh. I mean, if we were to see a touch of the kingdom of of heaven come to our workplace, what could that look like? If we were to see a touch of the kingdom of heaven, no more tears, no more pain, come to our family, what could that look like? And, and the great, um, like he is like rooting for us. And he's just like, come on, we can do this. There's such awesome things and amazing solutions and great innovations and, and change that, that I want to bring through the lights of Muppets like you and I. There's so much more. And so today, like, to be honest, I've regretted choosing this portion of the Bible for several days now. 
because every time I read it, I just get more confused. So I'm just inviting you to become confused with me. And let's wrestle this out for a lifetime. Because this here is not is not like, you know, some, some of the things you can take on board. God loves you. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll have that. There is hope. Yep, thank you very much. I'll have that too. There's loads of bits of the Bible, isn't it, that we can just eat and enjoy. This one here, my friends, is for wondering on. W-O-N-D-E-R, wonder on. So I'm going to start with Matthew um, 20, verse 1, and we're just going to read a little section of the Bible. It's going to come up on the screens, I think, as well. And then we're just going to go back a little bit to get some of the context to help us. So for the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of an estate who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay them whatever was right at the end of the day. At noon and again around three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that evening, he was in town again and saw some more people standing around. He asked them, why haven't you been working today? They replied, because no one hired us. The owner of the estate told them, then go out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening, he told the foreman to call the workers in and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired earlier came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested. Those people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us, who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, friend, I haven't been unfair. Didn't you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take it and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. It is against the law for me to do what I want. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be angry because I'm kind? And so it is that many who are first now will be last then. And those who are last now will be first then. Anyone a little bit marginally confused? Let's be honest. No? You guys are theological experts. You are. Thank you, Mamie, for that honesty from the mouth of a child again. Once again. Anyone else? Just marginally, just like, I don't really get that. Anyone else feel this is unfair? So you show up to work, you're working your butt off, you're, you're maybe out in a field like these guys were in the scorching heat, all day, more than nine to five, you're going eight till six that day in the scorching field. Someone chirps up at 5pm, I'll give him a bit, best shot, end of the day, you're given the same denarii as the next person, I mean, denarii wouldn't be that helpful to us, would it, but you know. The same amount is given to each person. The last will be first, the first will be last. And actually, guys, I want to encourage you to go back to Matthew 19 and to read the last section of that, the rich young man, because this portion of scripture makes even more sense when we see the questions asked. Teacher, oh, it's my friend Lucas. This is awesome. Oh, he has the octonauts. Brilliant. Teacher, what good things must I do to have eternal life? What do I, what, what, what? What do I need to have? What, what, like, what stuff do I need to have to, ha- to get eternal life? 
And then Peter, and he is a dude, isn't he? I love Peter and his questions. Here comes Peter. Then Peter said some, we've given up everything to follow you, Jesus. What will we get out of it? I've given up the lot. I've given up my house. I've given up this. I've given up my time. I've given up my energy. I've given up my prayers. I've given everything. What am I going to get out of it? What is my return here? Because in this world and the world that we're living in, we don't do nothing for nothing. What am I getting from this? I'm, I am really, I, I'm so encouraged that this is not just a 21st century problem. That was a first century issue, right? And I love Peter's honesty. He's just like, great, all this chat, Jesus. What are we getting out of this? What, what is the return? And then he has the nerve to say to Peter, hey, Peter, dude, like whatever you're thinking, it's not that. Because the first, they're going to be last. And the last, they're going to be first. So the people you have in your mind that are going to be last, they're actually going to be first. He's going to boggle you like there's no boggling gone ever before. My grace cannot be explained. My grace is so beyond our comprehension. In fact, my kingdom is something that we will continually wonder on for the rest of our days. That there are parts of this that there are no explanation for. What I love, um, I don't know if you guys have heard, like in, in different spheres, mostly political ones, they're talking about levelling up just now, aren't they? Talking about levelling up. We're not going to go into the plot politics of all that. Jesus came to level out. He came to be the great leveller. He came to say there's hope for you and 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 there's grace for you and for you and for you and for you and there's love for you and for you and for you and and he is the great leveller. I don't know about you guys, but I need some kind of something to pin my something onto. Jesus is coming to us and saying, lay it down. Lay it down. The first are going to be last. The last are going to be first. And there's going to be so much more mind-boggling in the way. Lay this all down before me. Lay your judgment before me. Lay your need for this to be for me. Lay it just down before me. And I'm going to do some really special things in that sweet place of surrender. Of recognizing that his grace is ever sufficient. And we, I, does, I don't get his grace. Does anyone else? Like amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amazing grace. And so friends, I, I actually, I, like again, I just feel like Jesus, he teaches in parables for a reason. You know, to the Jews, like this, this kind of baffled their mind, this, this style of teaching. To the Greeks and the Greek thinkers, this really did play with their heads, this kind of thinking. Because he's just taking this like bomb, throwing it in. The last will be first, the first will be last. Mic drop. Wonder on that, everybody. But I just wonder for us as a community, what does that look like? For us to lay down my expectation, my need, my... Do do you know, and and it's not to say 
that we're not an important part of the story, right? But what does it look like to replace that with his expectation, with his story, right at the core of who we are? And, and where we get to walk into spaces, and we really do become instruments of unfair grace, don't we? This isn't fair. That's not fair. That is not fair. I think, like, if we weren't going to be in our heavenly bodies where everything was perfect, my slightly judgmental one would probably be like, no, why are they here? What the heck is going on with that, Jesus? You know, like, but I'm not going to be surprised because we're going to be in heavenly bodies and that's going to be glorious, isn't it? To be, to be, just, just to drop that down. But I just want to encourage us, you guys, just, would you read Matthew 20, verse 1 to 16, and, and go back to the, to the parable and the story before that as well, and just sit with that in your heart, and ask Jesus, ask him, Jesus, what does it look like? For me to put this into action. So ask Jesus yourself. And then do you remember, a, a few weeks ago we said that information alone does not transform us. So, so I don't know about you, but I will probably chew on that. The last will be first, the first will be last, till my dying day. Because I don't think I'm ever fully going to understand how to put that into action. I need people around me to chew on this with. To ask questions of. To test things out with. To understand, also sometimes to challenge me, like along the way. So, so we need to set this in. So information plus immersion, that equals transformation. But we can't just take the, the, the little bit here. Oh, that was a nice little Sunday talk that we had. Off we go, you know, because, because this is something for us to engage with. So here, let's enga- does anyone want to engage? No, that's okay. Angie does. Brilliant. Come on, Angie. Let's engage with this reality. The last will be first. And the first will be last in the great upside-down kingdom of God. I can't actually wait for tomorrow because you know what I'm going to do tomorrow morning? I'm just going to pray a simple prayer when I wake. Jesus, would you help me to live today? For the last are first and the first are last. Would you show me what that looks like today? And I, I, I don't know about you, but every time that there's prayers like that of surrender, something shifts and something begins to change. It's not instant often. It can take a long time. But as we just lay down and surrender our lives, like, I want to see his kingdom come. I want to see his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I want to keep believing that that's possible. I don't want to get tired and lethargic and apathetic about that. I want to step in to the the reality that the kingdom of God is here. It's not just coming, it's here now. And we get to step into the goodness of the kingdom of God being here right now. So, guys, what I'm just going to invite you is just to... Did you have a question? No. Yeah. Yes, sir. Please. Hey, um, just for um, quite a while now, I, um, I I used to think I understood <laughs> everything and I had answers. And, um, like, all the boxes have kind of exploded. And um, 
I just um, realised that when I ask Jesus to meet me, sometimes it's uh, it's like on my terms. It's like, meet me here, I need you to do this or whatever. But but it, it's just that thing about, yeah, being still and um, asking him, how do you want to meet me? Like just trusting him that he knows um, our hearts so, so, so much better than than we do. And, and just, it, it feels like he just wants, like as if us to put our hands in his and just, follow him like I used to want a rule but I used to sort of want like some guide but well is it this or is it this like you know like you're saying like would you, do you understand it and, it and it's quite baffling um and it's kind of I want well to understand it but it but instead I just keep getting that invitation um and I, would, I that's why I'm sharing just wondering if um it's also for for you um just put your hand in his and and follow him because he's you know, it's the word became flesh. It's 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 a person. It's a relationship, and just yeah, just put our hands in his and let let him lead us on this like sort of adventure treasure hunt thing. Um, yeah. Oh, Angela, I love you for saying that. that no, it's no, it's so beautiful. Sorry, I thought you were going to share something too. That's why I didn't want to. Yeah, lovely, Ali. Just yes. Oh, come on. Let's. Oh, this is fun. Oh, Elijah's here too. This is getting really fun. Right, obstacle course. Come this way. Um, I'm just curious. I might have missed it in the, um, the verses we talked about. So is it is there a distinction between the two types of workers, or is it completely considered equal? We're looking at everybody who's worked all the different hours, and they are all considered equal. Or are the per- the person who worked last and was given the extra gift, essentially. Is that um, considered more, I don't know, better than the person who did all of their work and then were frustrated by the others? Do we get a reprimand from the landowner of like, well, you know, I'm giving my gift, so why are you being jealous of somebody who's receiving the same as you? Um, Because I know I get that, I know I get that, you know, that gut injustice feeling sometimes and don't know what to do with it. And I'm wondering if that is innately something that, you know, God doesn't like, or if it's, you know, the outcry is the problem. Does that make any sense? Okay. I think, I think that really does make sense. Does it make sense to other people? Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is one of the things about particularly this, this parable. It's one of the most contested and and the most wrestled over, and you know partially, like we we could come round now, couldn't we? Like right, let's find the answer. Let's let's find the definitive answer. There must be one. Like we we must be able to find this out. And I think this is together in community as we wrestle this together, don't we? Of but I think there's a place and space with this concept that maybe our earthly brains can't fully understand. Do, do, do you get that? Like, I really believe this is a completely heavenly concept. That, and, you know, my head was led to uh, Colossians today of just thinking about, like, living heavenly lives. And, um, yeah, I just think it's really interesting to keep wrestling. Keep wrestling. Beck, Becks. Okay, um, the concept that I've just taken from is that it's the our journey. And if you begin at the beginning of the journey, um, like many children, they know the Lord from that time. 
and some, like myself, I came to know the Lord when I was 18. And some, as I've just had the privilege to just be, came to the Lord at the end of his life. And he got the same wage that I got at 18 that the other children got when they were young. You know, and that is fair (laughs) in God's eyes and it should be in ours. But they have kind of missed out on the joy that we've had since I was 18, a few years on, uh, and the, the ones that the kiddies have had, you know. Love it. And probably we could go around the whole room right now, couldn't we? And we might all have a slightly different nuance on it. And again, that's why it's great to talk with, the, with other people. Don't just contain this, but to wrestle this together. So let's just, we're just going to stand up together. We're just going to be still in his presence together. Um, just for a few minutes and what we love to do is just invite Holy Spirit just to come and just just to just to welcome him just say you're you're welcome in my heart in my head to just come in your fullness so if you want to stand up with me just now I just want to invite you to do that if you'd like to I just wonder if you want to like put your hand on your heart Like, if you have a longing to live into his kingdom, to live out of his kingdom, Holy Spirit, we we welcome you. Yeah, Father, in the midst of hearing these kids and their joy and their playing, Would you just come and meet with us right now? We invite your your Holy Spirit. Yeah, I just I just really sense there's some of us that are going to just feel peace like a river flowing from our heads right down to our toes. Peace like a river, we invite you here. Father, I just thank you for your grace. Just wanna just wonder if there's a, a moment here just for us to lay some stuff down. Sometimes in that laying down we're saying sorry. We're saying sorry, I don't know how I picked up this bag, I don't know how I picked up this attitude, I don't know how I picked this up. But I know it's not of you and I just lay it down. And I invite your grace. to do a divine exchange. I just really sense that there's a few folk here who are feeling particularly um, weary. And if that's you, I just I just want to invite you just to raise your hand up. There's many of us that have got our eyes closed, but just to, just to raise your hand up if you're feeling weary just now, particularly weary. Okay. Okay, so there's a couple of folk here. Folks, if you're part of Carla Vineyard and you're, you, you just look across the room for a second and see whose hand is up. And just walk across the room just now. Take the brave step of walking across the room. And I, I just want to invite you just to lay a hand on the person's shoulder. Just to ask them, is it okay if I lay a hand on your shoulder? And just invite the Holy Spirit to come. Is there anyone else who's feeling particularly weary right now? 
I just, I, I just want to welcome you just to put your hand up if you're feeling particularly weary. Yeah, there's another hand over here, you guys. If we just gather around, particularly weary. Okay, and I just, I just, this, this could be totally wrong. I just submit it to you. I just wonder if there's somebody in the room with like a lung condition or a problem, like a problem with breathing, like there's something going on with your breathing. If you, if, if you want just to put your hand up, we would love to pray for you. If there's an issue with breathing or some kind of, I don't know, respiratory type thing. Okay. Okay. There and there. Okay. Top, top, top here. Anyone with an issue? It's okay. Guys, we, we lean into this because we believe in the God of the miraculous. This is part of his kingdom coming is that Jesus said that we would see even more than, than he saw, than, than he experienced in the Gospels. And so we just lean into this together because this is a safe place to do this. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you. We just thank you for who you are. Help us this week. Help us as we lean into the first will be last. The last will be first. The great upside down kingdom. Surprise us. Bring Holy Spirit power to us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. In your name. Amen. Okay, folks, there's folks who can carry on praying. If you would like to be prayed for, then you can come up to the front. That's totally cool. Um, or just ask somebody at your table would be even more preferable. We are back here gathering again um, this time next week. Um, and then it's Scattered Sunday. Folks, Give a Day to the City is happening at the end of June. Um, and so we're going to share a little bit more next week about Give a Day to the City Week. There's some incredible projects, including at Phil's School, which is so exciting. Um, and so we've got lots of things happening then. So we're going to share that next week with the possibility of some good stuff happening the week after. All right. Have a great week.